What's going on everybody and welcome back to my channel. My name is Jake Gerber. I appreciate you uh, finding me. If you have not already, please click that subscribe button. Uh, every subscription counts here as we really get rolling again with uh, the UFC breakdowns because UFC 262 coming up uh, this upcoming Saturday is going to be a firework of a main event. All right, Michael Chandler versus Charles Oliveira. This is a fight that I have been waiting for. I figured the UFC was going to make this based off of matchups and the fact that McGregor and Poirier were going to do the trilogy. I just had a feeling about this one, right? So Michael Chandler coming over from Bellator, his first fight was actually on that McGregor-Poirier two card back in January. He got that incredible finish over Dan Hooker. And uh, a lot of people thought that Michael Chandler was just going to get toyed with and that he was going to get embarrassed in his UFC debut. And he proved everybody wrong with a quick and swift uh, first round finish. Now, he's going to be going up against Charles Oliveira, who just dominated Tony Ferguson, who many people think uh, Ferguson's kind of on the decline. And, you know, I'm not going to get into all that, but Oliveira has been on a tear, I believe, an eight fight win streak dominant on the ground. Nobody dominates Tony Ferguson like that that we've ever seen. And on the feet, he's continuously getting better. Each fight, his stand-up has drastically improved, which makes him that much more dangerous, obviously, of a fighter. Uh, so what what to really look at in this matchup with you know Chandler and Oliveira is the fact that Michael Chandler's a guy that loves to press the action. He loves to come forward. He loves to kind of bounce in and out. He's very squatty. He's explosive. He's got power in his hands. Uh, he throws some pretty good body kicks. Uh, he's got that great wrestling pedigree that he doesn't like to use too much. He kind of uses it almost like a Rumble Johnson who just fought you know, last night. They love to uh, you know, keep the fight standing. And Chandler's a guy that has some serious power. Uh, you know, he he's developing his stand-up game, you know, with Henry Hoof down at Sanford MMA. He's able to, you know, switch stances a little bit. He kind of has that Mike Tyson role, uh, you know, that low squatty center of gravity where he likes to kind of duck underneath, which, you know, a lot of people thought Dan Hooker was going to catch him with a knee. You know, that never, you know, happened. So uh, here we are. Michael Chandler's fighting for a belt with one victory in the UFC. And a lot of people don't understand it. Well, what you have to understand is it's business. Okay. And this guy's proven. He's not some guy that needed to come in here and, you know, win five fights and, you know, fight the number 15 guy. No, this guy was a world champion in another organization. He either was who he says he was or he just, you know, he, he's later in his career. He comes over to throw him to the wolves right away. That's what he wanted. Now, what I see in this fight is, you know, I, I think this fight stays standing. Um, I do think that. Charles Oliveira at some point will try to catch Michael Chandler in some type of submission. Um, but I just don't know that he's going to be able to get to that position with Chandler. Now, the thing is, Chandler loves to set a very high pace at the beginning of the fight. So can Charles Oliveira kind of negate that? That'll be the question. Dan Hooker could not do that. Okay, some of those low kicks were available from Hooker. One of them, they started to hurt Chandler a little bit, and then that's when he really elevated and stepped on the gas pedal to uh, to try and get Hooker out of there. So, uh, you know, Oliveira, taller, a little longer. So we'll see, you know, what happens. This is going to be a heck of a matchup. But what I see is this was a guy out of Poirier, 
uh, Chandler and McGregor. If you could take one guy that is kind of like a, you know, that nuke that you could drop in a cage with, with Oliveira, you would probably put Michael Chandler in there. And a lot of people would think Poirier or no. So here's the thing. Poirier, when he fought Habib, Habib just took him down and Oliveira would try to follow the same game plan. Okay. Michael Chandler is squatty. He's low. He's extremely explosive. He's not a guy that's really he's not a guy that really gets taken down. So he'll he'll kind of negate the ground game you would think of Oliveira, and he has the explosiveness and the power to just shut his lights off, right? And pressure the heck out of him and just light him up. So the goal here is at the end of the day, who's who's the king of MMA, right? Who's the biggest draw? It's Conor McGregor, despite what anybody says. And you know, what w- what I see here is I knew exactly what was happening when Poirier and McGregor, the trilogy was in talks. I knew exactly who was going to fight Oliveira. I knew it was going to be Chandler because it's the one guy that is kind of like that nightmare matchup. I shouldn't say nightmare matchup, but a more difficult matchup to Oliveira and a guy who could take him out. And then you think, you know, if McGregor is able to get through Poirier, then you have if McGregor wins, he's fighting for the belt in his next fight. Let's not kid anybody here. And then you have that Eddie Alvarez, Conor McGregor matchup again. You have that squatty wrestler with with, with power. Uh, Chandler's, in my opinion, is definitely more deadly on the feet than Eddie Alvarez. Uh, Eddie Alvarez is an incredible fighter and, and was a heck of a champion, and it's still a heck of a competitor. It's not to take anything away from him. It's just Chandler's a little different. He's squatty and explosive. But it's that shorter wrestler that Conor McGregor has just dominated over the years. You look at the Chad Mendezes of the world, the Eddie Alvarezes, and he just eats those alive where he can stay long and pick you apart. And they see that. The UFC sees that. You can't just think that this was just ironic that this all happened. It's not. They see this as an opportunity for Conor. Get through Dustin. You know, Hopefully Chandler can get through Oliveira because if Oliveira wins – and, you know, he fights Poirier or, or, or McGregor. I really don't know. I like Poirier's chances against Oliveira more more so than McGregor, right? I mean, Oliveira's, I mean, he'll stand with McGregor and then just try to take him down, catch him in some sort of weird submission, and, and, and that's how that fight would go. But, you know, just a little preview for UFC 262, one heck of a main event coming up as uh, Tony Ferguson will also take on Benil Dariush. So that'll be an interesting fight in the lightweight division as well. But if you haven't already, please subscribe. All the support is greatly appreciated. I'm Jake Gerber, and I will see you in the next breakdown.